Hello Balancers and welcome to episode 20 of the Balance Theory Podcast. Before we dive into today's podcast, I just want to pique the interest of any fitness lovers listening, especially those who need KK ideas or Christmas presents. Over on my side project, side hustle website, ESFit, we've curated some really cute Christmas bundles. Um, Basically, there's a whole range of luxe fitness accessories. So definitely go and check those out. And you can also have a look on our Instagram at ESFit double underscore. We're running 12 days of Christmas. So today there'll be a new offer on our story. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And do bear in mind, shipping is a bit of a pain at the moment across Australia. So definitely jump on board and order that soon if you do need to get that in time for Chrissy. Alrighty, but today's podcast all about mastering your subconscious and how to get clear on what you want and how to get there with none other than John Linsky. He is a results coach who reached out to me and I've done a couple sessions with him personally. And I would highly recommend for anyone who listens to this podcast, really, really enjoys it to definitely hit him up and chat about how you can work with him further because it's on my list of things to do in 2021 and something I'm genuinely really looking forward to. Now, I will say I'm a little bit upset. There was a little bit of white noise in the back of this audio recording, so I hope it doesn't bother you guys too much and apologies for that in advance. But I'm sure the incredible wisdom and fun banter that's on today's show will surpass the inconvenience. So sorry in advance for that, guys. But basically today, we're going to talk all things about the mindset game, law of attraction, how to get clear on what you want and how to visualize that. Really, John's all about tapping into your subconscious program, which he continuously reinforces, has control over 96% of your life. So essentially his theory You tap into that, learn how to reprogram it, and you are at the fore of managing your life trajectory. Some other cool things we chat about are common blockages that people experience when they are trying to undertake this exercise. So the place that they're coming from, limiting beliefs they may hold, and ways to overcome that. How you can grow deeper awareness within yourself. And we also speak a lot about affirmations. And I know this is an interesting topic because personally, when I first came across them, it was something I'd listen to and I'd be like, oh, I don't really know if I can tell myself something every single morning that isn't really true, but maybe something that I want. So I asked John about that and I really, really liked his response. So stay tuned for that. That's right at the end. Again, I'm just going to throw it out there. If anyone has any suggestions, recommendations or requests for 2021, please do hit me up. Don't be shy. I absolutely love all of your feedback and I'm in the works of programming for next year. So now is the time. We'll jump straight into it. I hope you love today's show and feel free to leave a review rating or share this with someone who may also need it. Enjoy. Alrighty, John, a very big welcome to the Balance Theory podcast. I want to thank you so much for giving me a window of your time today. I know you're a very busy man. Very much. Great to have you on board. Appreciate it. Yes, no, I appreciate it. So obviously you and I have had a couple of sessions and I've um, had the honor of getting to know a little bit about what it is that you do, but can you just share with our guests a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, awesome. So I spent, and thanks again for having me on. It's absolutely incredible to be here and uh, to share wisdom with the audience of yours. Um, But I specialize in subconscious programming, the laws of attraction. Um, So that's something that that I specialize in helping a lot of people with. Um, And I guess how I got into it was, if if you want me to go into that a bit as well. Yeah, sure. Um, So it's like, 
because there's a lot of people, I guess, they're wondering how, how someone can get into it. Because I know there's a lot of people as well that want to understand that. But um, for me, I was very fortunate, I guess, from a very young age that I was, you know, someone who was brought to the events from my father to, to personal development events and stuff like that. So I guess I was always into the, the, the mindset stuff and learning and understanding it. And then it just took off from there. And then I really wanted to learn more about it and help more people. And yeah, that's what I, I do for a living now. So from a very young age, that was sort of always your career trajectory to go into that self-development and, and helping others. You never really had an alternate career path. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny one, right? Because I, I was always into it and, and really like, you know, understood it and, and wanted to do more to help people. But uh, if, if, if you're to know, I guess, a really epiphany moment of why I really said, okay, this is what I truly always want to do. Um, it actually really took off probably about maybe five years ago um, when I, I moved overseas. And it was a moment where I had moved over and there was a, a close family member of mine who I got a call one day, right? Uh, and I got a call that a close family member of mine actually, you know, tried taking her own life. Um, and I remember in that moment, uh, just deciding, just deciding, I picked up the phone and I just called this person and I said, whatever it takes, you're going to listen to me for the next three months and you're going to do everything I say and you're going to get back on track and you're going to listen to me. And I remember something just came through me. I had this feeling, I don't know what it was, I can't even explain it, but something came through me and I said, for the next three months, I literally got obsessed about the mind. I got obsessed about how people to understand the human psychology of how I can help this person and save them and bring them back on track. And I remember doing that. And after I did it for this close family, family friend, family member, I remember thinking, if I can do that for one person, like, why can't I do it for everyone? And that's been my life purpose ever since is like really allowing people to bring them back on track, to get the most out of their life and realize that everyone has everything they need within them already. Uh, and that's really my purpose in helping people understand that and getting to, to that place, whatever that is. And it's not always that they have to be in a place where, you know, they're at that depth, but it's like on really allowing them to understand that everything we need is within us already. Yeah. Wow. That's very, very powerful. Thank you for sharing. And I think it, um, it sheds a nice light and it's something I've spoken about quite a bit on the podcast as well. And it's, it's your why behind your fulfillment category. So in, in our balance theory pillars, you've got the health, the relationships and your fulfillment area. For a lot of people that is either like a hobby, something they're studying or their work. And I think when a lot of people are driven by, let's just say money, their fulfillment is very different to someone like yourself when you look at your why and how you got started. You know, I'm not, I'm not um, drawing the distinction that one's better or worse, but I do think that when push comes to shove and you have those tough moments and you feel like you can't do another day because things are too hard, it'll, when you come back to your why, it's, you know, rationales like yours that will tell you over the line. It'll remind you why you're there. It'll pull you through the mud. So I love that, you know, that resonates so nicely with, I guess, everything we say on the podcast as well. It's so true. And I always encourage people to realize, you know, what one would look at a challenge or something that, oh my God, I had to go through this. Use that as leverage. Use that. I always encourage my clients is look for the challenging moments because the challenging moments can be your fuel if you so wish to look at it in that way. Perspective is everything, but it's yeah. all about how we define it. That's something I work on with my clients is looking at the challenges. A lot of coaches, they're like, look for the future, look for the lovely, you know, shiny object. But it's like, what about the challenges? How can they serve you? Because if, if you allow them to serve you, 
that's where you find the power to do whatever it is. Yeah, and and that's so true because even if I look at my own, you know, 25 odd years on this planet, every time I've grown or learned something, it's been through a challenge. It's not been through the happy, nice times. Like sure, they've they've made my life incredible and and so enjoyable, but the moments that I've grown are the ones that have been the toughest. So yes, we definitely have to approach challenges with an open mind, open arms and, you know, be as receptive as we can. But you did mention um, that you work a little bit with the law of attraction. So for anyone listening who may not have come across it before, or it's a little bit of a wishy-washy concept to them, can you just talk to me a little bit about what that means and how it plays a role in your work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I suppose, again, I, I love sharing the stories because people can really resonate with them. So I'm I'll, all about I'll, the I'll stories. Yeah, it's all about the stories, right? Because you connected it. And, you know, I, I was once there too. They're kind of, is it wishy-washy? How can I believe in it? So to share, because I started like that too. And it, it all came from when I was about to finish school nine months out. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, everyone was going on their careers. And I was like, I don't know what to want to do. And I remember my father sat me down. He was like, okay, what is it? Like, what is it you want to do? And I was like, well, I don't know. I just want to travel. Like freedom was everything to me. Traveling was everything to me. He was like, all right, how can we make that happen? And I was like, we looked at different roles. And then he just goes, okay, now we're clear on how you could get there. What occupation could get you to travel to freedom? Get in the car. And I was like, where are we going? He's like, get in the car. We're going somewhere. So he actually brought me to university that he was saying, this is where you want to be. And I was like, my grades are nothing like what I'm, I'm not going to be able to get there. He, we, so what he did was he was like, we walked around the campus, we walked around the campus, he goes, every single day you're going to visualize this. We went into the canteen, we tasted the food, we went into the library, we felt the books. He was like, visualize this every single day and over the next nine months, you will get here. But you've got to commit, you've got to commit. And I was like, this is crazy, I think about it, I'm going to get there. He was like, yes, but you're going to feel how it's like, you're going to visualize what it's like, you're going to see those people, look at them and remember their faces because you're going to be seeing these in my months time. So that's wow. how it started. And I was like, of course, I was like, believe in it and it'll attract, yeah, whatever. But the funny thing was, I did it for a week. I did it for two weeks. I did it for three weeks. And then I was like, oh, actually, it feels good. Imagine if I actually started to do it. Then all of a sudden, my grades started to become better a little bit. Guess what? I started to build momentum. I started to build confidence. Then one exam increased. Then another one. All of a sudden, then it started to feel good. Then my results, I started to build momentum. Then I started, what happens after you build momentum? You build belief. When you start building belief, it just becomes a good feeling. And that's at the end of the day, we're all chasing that good feeling. And yeah. then when I started to finish that, that's when I started to realize, and I got there and then I started to use it in other areas. That's when I realized, wow, there's something here. There's something here. And that's when I started to, to really embody and live by the principles of laws of attraction and now helping my clients embody and follow the clear, simple principles that allow them to attract everything they want in their life too. Yeah. Well, that's pretty amazing. So for, again, for people listening, um, could you maybe just share two of the most powerful principles of the law of attraction that you say yes. you would use most commonly or perhaps that are your favorite? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, you know, I feel like everyone has kind of heard, not everyone, but you know, people who are into laws of attraction, maybe they've watched The Secret and all of this. Have you watched The Secret yourself? No, no. But is that, that's got a book as well, doesn't it? I listened so, to a podcast with the author the other day and that was the first time I heard of it. So I was like, this is pretty incredible. Yeah, so it, it is great. But one thing they leave out is like the action part, okay? So one thing I would say is 
with laws of attraction, the principle that two principles, if I was going to share two, number one is clarity. Get clear on exactly what it is you want. So many people say, I want to be successful. I want to have more money. Well, here's a dollar. You got more money. You got to be specific. What exactly is that? And then realize what's the emotion that's going to give you every single day. When you can get clear number one, and then you realize the emotion you're after, people start to realize, now I don't have to chase, instead cherish. And that's a big principle that I always encourage people to do is stop chasing, because what are you doing subconsciously to yourself? You're chasing after something, it brings overwhelm, it brings stress, versus cherishing what's that emotion you're after? Fulfillment, love, gratitude, embody it right now when you start doing that you raise a lot of vibration and that's when you start to attract you activate laws of attraction second one i would say is not just sit there visualize i visualize this car visualize this holiday instead actively visualize if you want to attract that dream partner actively visualize you know the experience telling yourself every single morning i'm so happy and grateful i now get to live this life where i've attracted in my dream partner i show up as the person when you can actively visualize it, guess what? You're embodying the emotions and people start to realize, well, I'm actually feeling already like I have it. What will that do? That's when you start to attract that because your vibration is high and what we feel, we experience, we attract. So that'd be awesome. two big ones. Yeah, no, I, I love all this stuff. And, and you know, hearing someone like you who, who works and lives and breathes it, it's, it's cool to connect with. Um, but sort of if we go into the next point, it, it ties in nicely with what we're just talking about. So for anyone listening to this right now, you know, we're, we're coming up to end of year. We're about to roll into 2021. And so I think, I think it's a nice moment to sort of stop and think, who do you want to be in 2021? Now I say that not suggesting that anyone needs to change or be different to who they are now. But I do think that we need to be constantly reflecting on who we are to grow and, and enjoy our lives to the full. So it doesn't mean you have to go and make all these drastic changes in your life, but it does mean maybe some self-reflection and self-development. So for my next question to you, John, I want everyone listening to sort of have in their mind a little bit of an idea of who they want to be in 2021 so that they can probably get the most out of this next answer. And that is, how do you get people to become who they want? Okay, great question. So how I get people to become what they want is firstly, you know, focusing on the one thing that I see, you know, a lot of people, a lot of coaches do not focus on where I went to the seminars, I went to the events, I've invested in coaches. And one thing I realized is, you know, people can get the clarity and that's fine and they feel good and they have a vision. But the one thing I realized after all those years of investing a lot of money in personal development was the one thing that people weren't focusing on is that is the one thing that controls 96% of their life, which is the subconscious program. And that is what I specialize in. So when people master the subconscious program, that's when they allow themselves to become what they want. Because you and I, we could, someone can have the best vision. Someone can have the best vision, do the you know, vision board, you know, embody the emotion. But if you're not controlling the program that runs that, that's when nothing will happen. But instead, how to answer your question, how to get people to become what they want is by controlling the subconscious program, which how has that happened? Number one, getting clear. Number two is conditioning. Every single day conditioning, self-talk, how you wake up every single day, the habits, the routines. These are the things that allow you to get exactly what you want. Also, you know, what I work on with my clients is getting them clear on who do you have to become 
in order to be worthy to attract that? Who do you have to become in order to attract that dream partner? Who do you have to become to attract that successful business, you know, being that business owner? How do you have to show up every day? How do you have to feel every single day? How do you have to speak? How do you have to act? What are the habits? And this is what we go down to. But the third and most important thing, which I work on my clients, getting them exactly what they want, and that is letting go of the blockages letting go of the mindset blockages, those things like overwhelm, stress, fear, shame, guilt that they've held on to for years. And this is what, the, what people hold on. They can have the best intentions, as I said, but the reality is between the ages of not to seven, something happened always from, from a significant emotional event, a lot of time from parents, you know, people who say, you know, they try to be successful, but then they're not good with money. Why is that? Maybe when they're at home, they're on the kitchen table and the parent says, oh, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, or something we've all, you know, a lot of people have heard that or something significant happened. Now, when then what would happen from all to seven, there was a program installed seven, seven years of age onwards. That's where it kicks in and people wonder why they have the best intentions. I have, I go to this seminar, I feel good, but why am I not following through after two months? Because you're holding on to that limiting belief that blockage that is holding you back. And this is what I go through with processes with my clients, allows them to let go of that blockage. So then they can let go of the bag of emotions and instead bring in an empowering belief, which is connected with their vision and desires and who they truly are. If you bring it back to that little kid when stripped away of the limiting beliefs. And that's where the power is. That's where people allow themselves to get exactly what they want. Awesome. So if I'm just, and not to simplify your process, cause I know how in-depth it is and how incredible your programs are, but just in, just for anyone listening who might be holding in their mind, that person they want to be next year, I guess in a nutshell, it really is to just get clear on who that is, what they look like and what kinds of, you know, energy and people they would attract if they were that person. And then it would be to really reflect on the blockages that, that might be holding them back. Yes. Realize, you know, I say it all the time. If you get triggered by something, someone says something to you, or something's not falling through. Awesome. Number one is awareness. When you have the awareness, when you're triggered, I love when people get triggered. I love to trigger my clients. Why? Because then we can get clear on, okay, there's something here. Let's work in it. Let's work in it while you're getting triggered that you feel stressed and overwhelmed and why you can't feel like you're stepping up. There's something there. And then when you go dive into it, a lot of times it comes from ages up to seven. A parent said something, a, a teacher said something, mm. something is hold up. When you let go of that and you bring in the empowering belief, that's where you feel light. That's where you feel confident and resilient to get exactly what it is that you want. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to try that next time I'm stressed. Think awesome. I'm going to tap into a blockage yeah. here. I'm hopefully that's <laughs> no, a good, it's a good coping mechanism, but it's true though. It's, it really is all about your mindset and the way you view certain things. And, you know, if you can change your relationship or your, you know, your experience with that quote negative emotion, you can learn a lot. And it's, it is those challenges, those tough moments that, you know, equip you with tools down the track. So love all of that. And you did touch on something which sort of is next uh, question I had, and that was in your practice, in your experience, what are the most common blockages that people do experience? And do you have any tips to circumvent those on a day-to-day -day experience? Yeah. Uh, another great question. Look, it, it, that, that varies, of course, depending on the person. I can't, I can't put one on it, but look, there is a lot of, there is a lot of what it comes down to is not feeling good enough. Uh, fear of not being good enough, fear of not being loved or fear of not being belonging. 
is is three big ones that 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 goes up but you know if someone you know no to give as much value as possible you know whatever the fear is that someone is experiencing how to truly overcome that is to work on your subconscious program work on the program why because it controls 96% of your life until you work on the program nothing will change but then people might be saying okay like i have the vision how do i work on this program well you were the fear like you didn't come say, let's let's roll with an example someone who's lack of confidence you didn't come out of the womb saying wow i'm i don't have confidence the reality is you didn't you learned it somewhere you learned it from a very young age and then when you were in the creative what we call delta brain waves you know theta brain waves when we're in that 0 to 7 creative state everything we're taking in like sponges 7 years of age onwards program starts we condition ourselves something happens something doesn't go right i'm not good enough something else doesn't go right i'm not good enough it's conditioned so if you want to overcome a fear you have to work on the program and condition it to feel confident So how do you do that? Every single day habits, every single day routines, attraction routines. This is what I do with my clients. Not just, you know, do my journal, but attraction routines that allow you to show up, raise your level of vibration and then attract in everything you want in your life. But it has to come down to conditioning every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And and of course nothing good comes without the hard work and you know when you hear or read the the you know the news headlines millionaire of a night that's really just years and years of hard work that have t- has turned that person into I mean I know there are some fluke and lucky examples and love that for those people but you know it is it is an ongoing you've got to put in the work. You really do have to put in the work if you want to get to where you want to be. 100%. And you know I always say you know it's my advice to anyone is like you can do it from a place of pain and suffering or and trust me i i went through that too or you can do it from a place of ease and grace and when you connect with your true passion when you connect with your true desire and you find that massive why within you and you get clear in it like this is what i say to my clients they come from a place of you know pushing the overworking that doesn't have to be like that when you can get clear on who you are who you want to become the habits or routines that are are a routine around your lifestyle then you do it from a place of ease and grace and you realize my legacy is in this massive outcome that i'm chasing after instead what i do with clients is cherish them those emotions right now and when you can cherish those emotions every single day that's a beautiful state of being and yeah. that's when comes from a place of ease and grace and you realize that I'm actually living true my ideal life every single day. My legacy is how I show up every single day as opposed to the old program which goes you'll be fulfilled when you reach this outcome in 2085. No. Live like it's 2085 every single day and embody those emotions and you'll realize that that's that's a that's a great place to live in. Yeah, yeah, no. And and on that point actually, you know, not always looking ahead and trying to be a little bit more present. Um if we have a a look at that concept within our framework, I think it's important to think to really sit down and consider your blockages across all of your areas because it could be sometimes you're being held back or limited in one because of a blockage in another and they definitely all overlap. They all form a part of who you are. Um you know, irrespective of how much how present they are in your life. um but i think it's it's a nice thing to consider you know who do you want to be whether it is in each of those separate areas or whether it is predominantly in one and consider how they all interweave with one another so 
I think there's some great tips there to take away. Um, but before we jump into the next question, I just wanted to ask you personally, what are some of your daily habits and routines that are non-negotiable? Oh, uh, there's quite a few, but um, there's- Give me, a, so give me not- your, top, your top few. Yeah, top few, okay. So, and again, to share as much value as possible, number one, I would say, to, to, to have a successful life, it, almost, it always has to start the night before. Your, your habits and routines. So night before, always, you know, journal, be clear on my goals for the next day, my three most top priorities. Because a lot of people go, I have 10 to 12, 20 goals to do, to do. But just know your top three priorities that are going to give you the best advantage the next day. Um, that'd be number one the night before. Always meditate, active visualization the night before, my night routine, to get myself into that state, connect with my, my vision and, and all of that. Then get a good night's rest. Um, then the next day, the second one I would say, workout always, exercise is a must. Next morning when I wake up, first thing, the first 30 minutes, this is important, the first 30 minutes of our mind is when it's most impressionable. So I always make sure I'm, I'm connecting with my vision, I'm visualizing, active visualization through my morning ritual, um, which goes to up to an hour always it's an absolute must why because i know my mind's most impressionable and that sets the program for the rest of the day so that'd be the nighttime routine morning routine exercise um checking in on my vibration throughout the day as well multiple like it can be five minutes i do a meditation throughout the day little intervals and um and yeah always 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 showing up just making sure i over deliver and and that'll be the main ones Beautiful. And um, of course, no, no one's life is, you know, perfect and rosy all the time. So when you do find yourself slipping out of, let's say your balance, or I guess your, your flow, your state of flow, what, what's a key thing for you? I mean, obviously you've said meditation is obviously something you do intermittently throughout the day. Is there anything else you do to really just bring it back to ground zero, recenter, refocus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great question. And I feel a lot of people like they got overwhelmed. They're like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden it lets it become. So what I would say is in those moments, even for myself, is just, you know, number one is simple things like breathing. Like how are you breathing? When you're overwhelmed, it's like short breath. When you just allow yourself, get in nature, go outside, whatever, connect, breathe, focus on your breathing. And there's three key things to state management. And something I live by, something I always tell my clients. Number one, if you're stressed or whatever it is, notice these three key areas. Number one, your focus. Because where focus goes, energy flows. When, if you're overwhelmed, you're stressed. Notice, what are you focusing on? Maybe you're focusing on what could go wrong instead of what can go right. So that's number one, your focus. Um, also, people, yeah, exactly, right? Another one, why people are they're maybe look, thinking in the past. Well, that's like driving a car and looking in the rear view mirror. Guess what? Eventually, you're going to crash. Like... This is the reality. So allow your focus. Where focus goes, energy flows. What you focus on is what you feel. What you feel is what you experience. Number two would be the meaning. What meaning are you associating to that moment exactly? Are you associating a meaning that this is going to be such a challenge? I'll never work. The life is against me. Or are you associating the meaning? I'm going to grow through this. What I go through, I grow through. How can I benefit from this situation? Mm. Oh, but you know, this person did me wrong. Okay, how can I be wiser next time? How can I communicate better next time? You know, these are all the things that you got to ask yourself, the meaning you associate to it. You know, a little example, a client of mine recently, you know, he's, he's like 18, 19. And the meaning, I mean, he, he left school and uh, old teachers were saying, you'll never make it. You should be going to education. 
the meaning he associated that originally was I'll never make it because my superiors are telling me this and my parents are like, why am I you know, doing this? Even though he had a vision of his business. Now he shifted his focus. He shifted the meaning and through the process we went through, he instead he had a meaning that it's my advantage. If I show up now, what am I going to be teaching other people that maybe, you know, college or whatever isn't their path either. And he associated this meaning and he conditioned himself. Like I said, worked on a subconscious program. And off the back of that, what he was allowed to do, he was making, he grew his business significantly. And the biggest challenge he had literally was, hey, John, how am I going to tell my parents? Because this week I've made more money than they would make together in one month. And like, that was literally his challenge. So this is what I'm saying. When you sh he shifted his focus, he shifted the meaning. And then the third thing is your physiology. If you're in a state of fear, if you're staying overwhelmed, Notice how your physiology is. You'll know it yourself. Why, when people are stressed, oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, how can I do this? You know, physiology is down versus someone who wants to go and get it. Someone move. Motion drives emotion. Remember that motion drives emotion. So, how many good one liners in this segment? I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, we should just like do a little quotes, right? <laughs> but, but it's true. Motion drives emotion. So, it's like that's the power of it. So, again, state management if you're someone you're in fear and stress, overwhelm, all of this. Number one, watch your focus. Focus goals, energy flows. Number two, what meaning are you associating to that moment? Are you looking at what can go wrong? Are you looking at what can go right? And thirdly is physiology. Get up, move, shake your ass, realize that motion drives emotion. And this is something state management is key, something I always work on with clients and I encourage everyone to really listen to, take note of, and that's when you allow yourself to reach peak state and attract in whatever you want in your life. Amazing. I love it. Love it. Um, now in our previous conversations, you shared with me a little four tier framework where you go from victim to a transcendent. And I don't want to do it a disservice by trying to explain it myself, <laughs> but I would love for you to just briefly, I know it's quite in depth and comprehensive, but if you could just briefly share what that framework is and kind of how you use it, because I thought it was quite powerful when I was listening to it. And I think, everyone listening right now would really like resonate with it too. Cool. Um, yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. And great to hear that you're, you're, you're learned about the, the, so what it is, is the four levels of awareness. Now, a thing you mentioned is most people, and this is what really I feel like over the years of coaching uh, people is like, what holds people back from truly getting what they want? What holds people back from truly mastering their mindset is they get so overwhelmed. They get like, they think it's so complicated, but the reality is, and this is what I do in my processes is keep them simple. So when people, number one step is when you can grow your awareness of actually what's going on inside your mind, that's what allows you to go, okay, something's wrong. This is what I've got to do. If I do this, then I can get what I want. Literally that simple, but it all comes down to awareness. So what I say, what I teach with this principle is the four levels of awareness. So. No matter where we're at, every single minute, we're coming from each one of those four levels. Number one is the lowest level of awareness, which is victim mode. So that's when we're saying, you know, why me? The world is against me. I can't believe Susie did that to me today. I can't believe Tommy said that about me the other day. Blame. It's easy to blame. Guess what? When we're blaming, we're at the lowest level of, of vibration and the lowest level of awareness. That's when our, our vibration is low. So guess what we're going to attract? more experiences like that. The next level of awareness is by me. So that's when 
we have to like everything is by me it's in my control now this is okay but like we've all been there where it's like i gotta do this i gotta do that especially when people if they don't like you know people a lot of times when people are held back and they don't want to bring themselves to the next stage is because they live in by me i don't want to seek help because i'll figure it out a year later guess what they're in the same same position or they haven't increased whatever it is, their finance, whatever it is significantly, because everything, I'll figure it out, everything's by me. That's the second level. The next one is true me. Now, this is where you come, you let go of personal responsibility and you come from trust and knowing. You know, this is where we're in flow state, when we're like, do you know what? I know I'm doing my best, I'm being guided whatever way, and this is where I just trust that I keep showing up as I am and everything will happen. That's when we're in flow. You, you know, you know yourself, right? When you have those days, everything's going your way. People are like smiling at you and you're just like experiences is happening. You're like, what is going on? I love this energy. That's when you're at level three. And then level four, as you mentioned, is the highest level of awareness, which is transcendence. And that is when everything comes from a place of ultimate conditional love, where it's just like, you're literally like Buddha. <laughs> and, and this is what we're always aiming for. But it's very, the, the reason I share this is because when you can understand and put it into levels, I always see with clients, then they can literally, you know, start to understand it and make better kind of games with it. And then they understand it more. It's like an incredible client of mine. She recently came on board and, you know, one thing with her, she didn't even realize it, but she was coming from a big place of victim. And then we hopped on, the, I, we shared the principles. She, we hopped on the next session. She's like, oh my God, my boss came in today and he was coming from, I told him he was coming from level one. Like he was at victim mode. And I told him if he wanted to get to flow, he needs to let go of, you know, personal responsibility and come from a place of trust and all. So again, it's just allows people to see, okay, something's not going right. I'm coming from this level. What do I have to do to get to the next level that yeah. will allow me to get to the next level? So that's, that's, that's the four levels of awareness. Yeah, and, and just to share with you as well, the reason why I love that so much, I think it's quite a powerful tool just have in your back pocket for like situational moments where you do feel overwhelmed and you know, you're, you, you get, our brain is very good at just telling ourselves a cyclical loop over and over again, and you can get very stuck very quickly. And I, I feel like if you have that, you know, the, that 40 level in your mind, you can ask yourself, okay, what level am I sitting at now? And then it kind of helps you self-reflect really quickly. Oh, well, that's why I'm feeling at level one because that's how I'm thinking and talking to myself. You know, you can start taking those thoughts and going, okay, I'm going to reshape them in this way or that way and, you know, slowly, slowly work up. But do you, is your goal then to get clients to always be at level four or do you think that's unrealistic and that's more like we peak sometimes at that level and it's more realistic to be at two and three? Like in terms of, our ongoing state of being how how do you describe that or what's your goal with clients my goal with clients is just get them results get them the yeah. results that is my ultimate goal my ultimate goal is get them results that they desire now a lot of people in the first step they, they feel like they want to have they want to have their financial abundance they want to feel that that i don't want to attract that relationship but the reality is one thing i work on is not always chasing after that, but instead realizing and conditioning, working on their subconscious program, their internal world, their mindset, realizing that they have everything already. 
building that resilience, building that certainty from the inside out. And what I see is that when they, they're aware of the result of what they want to get, excellent, but it's building that identity. Because it's one thing knowing what you want, but it's another thing having an identity, waking up in the morning, feeling confident, feeling light, feeling joyous, feeling certain that I already experienced the emotions right now. I already feel confident. When they embody and build this identity, that's when they realize, you know what, that result, I actually want to go a few steps further. That result, I feel like I already have it, so I actually want something else. Like, this is my ultimate thing, and but most importantly, getting them the results that they desire. Yeah. Perfect. So that framework is better used perhaps um, to, to judge someone's awareness in a situation rather than like a goal setting yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially just like a, a little checkpoint, make, growing their awareness that this is a checkpoint for them if yeah. they're ever feeling like they're going off track in, in between our sessions so that they're like, oh, something's not going right. So it's like, wait a minute, what, what, what level am I coming from? Oh, I'm actually putting blame. I'm coming from level one. How, when was I in flow? I was in flow yesterday. Why was I in flow? Oh, because I worked out. Oh, because I talked talk to, you know, Auntie Sally, who always gives me such positive energy. Oh, wait a minute. I was in flow because I worked out. I was in flow because I carried through my habits and rituals. And I was in flow because I talked to Auntie Sally. Well, guess what? I'm going to talk to Auntie Sally every single day and I'll be back in flow. And I'm going to work out. And I'm going to follow through. Now they're starting to realize that's what I got to do. All came from understanding the four levels of awareness. Perfect. Great um, self-awareness kind of tool. I love it. Um, all right, I'm going to ask you a bit of a blunt question and that's, that might be one that a lot of people are thinking. And I think when it comes to things like daily affirmations, um, this is something a lot of people might also struggle with. So I'm just going to put it on the table and you tell me your thoughts. How do you tell someone who's poor and I'm talking about financially, I'm not talking about yes. other types of wealth. How do you tell someone who's poor that they are rich and how do they make themselves believe that? Okay, great question. Um, great question. So number one is that I would always say to people, you know, is if if no matter what it is that you want, you know, if, if you say someone who wants to be rich, right? Number one, get clear on what rich means to you. A lot of times because of social conditioning, rich to a lot of people is I want a hundred million. I want to have be a millionaire. Well, what does rich really mean to you? Maybe rich, you know, to you, rich might mean, yeah, I have a million dollars sitting in the bank to someone else rich might mean well do you know what i just want to go on two holidays a year i want to have a beautiful beach house and i want to have you know wake up every morning and work go to my workplace you know three days a week whatever this is number one get clear on what it means to you get clear on what success means to you and then reverse engineer it you know what does that take how much is that every single year um now what is it that how what does my daily routine of someone who i define as rich is how does that look like then what i always say to people is don't create this life from the known create it from the unknown something i work with my clients is all about the metaphysical world the internal world closing your eyes you know do you, I'm, I'm, i'll be uh, looking forward to know if you actually understand this not understand this but a lot of people don't actually realize that when you close your eyes your mind does not know the difference between what's real and what's imaginary like literally like the mind does not know the difference what's real and what's imaginary so you can imagine someone who wants to be rich 
and rich for them means that they're living near this beach house, they're working three days a week, they surround themselves with a great environment. If you can close your eyes every single day, every single morning, every single night, you can visualize that emotions, embody the emotions of what it's gonna feel like, the joy, the, the love, the inspiration, how you show up. How, what does that look like? Maybe you're working out every single day. If you start to embody the emotions of that every single day, guess what? You're gonna raise your level of vibration. How are you gonna show up every single day then when you meet certain people in your environment? You're gonna feel better. Then all of a sudden you're gonna act better. You're gonna start growing the mind. The reticular activating starts going to, to work, which is mm. in the mind, which goes to work and looks for that what you see. So this is what I always encourage people. Don't create it from the known, create it from the unknown first, the metaphysical world. When you do this for six to eight weeks, that's why I have programs that are detailed for eight weeks. There's a reason for that. If you can show up and raise your level of vibration every single day for six weeks, that's when it gives, there's a time delay from the metaphysical world to the physical world. But you gotta give yourself that time. It doesn't just happen. If we, if you, if I said to you, you know, if you said I want a million dollars, and then all of a sudden you just got it the next day, would you appreciate it as much? No, definitely no. not. But, but if you, you know, someone who wants to attract a dream partner, someone who wants to grow their business, if you put in the work and you're living through the emotions every single day and you're seeing the progress and you're seeing the momentum based on the clarity, based on the routines, based on letting go of those limiting beliefs and installing the empowering beliefs, and you go through all this beautiful journey through a place of ease and grace, and then you get to that point, being rich, you're going to feel so much more fulfilled not just at that point, but throughout the journey. So that's how, to answer your question, that's how someone who thinks whatever poor and want to be whatever they call it, define rich, is number one, define it, then get clear and the, embody the emotions every single day, and then work on the metaphysical world, what it takes, embody the emotions every single day, and that's how you master it, and that's how you manifest it into the physical world. Yeah. And the reason I love that so much is it, it's almost like a for, not a forced way, but it really does make you enjoy the process and be present along the way. Because I mean, I'm sure you would know in many of your own life experiences, when you set a goal and you're kind of plodding along and you get there, you don't sit there and think, okay, cool. That's it. You set the next one. And so life is always an ongoing journey. And so if you can just appreciate that and be present and enjoy the process, then I think that that's, the ultimate way to, to live really because you never get to that's an a, end point that's a, yes that's a great point you raised as well erica is like you know realizing that you gotta you gotta enjoy the journey you know the the prize is the process i always say another one liner for you but <laughs> but the prize is literally the the process because what i i've seen in the past myself as well you know when i reach a certain goal a certain amount of this certain amount of that is you, if people end up doing this, you get to that goal, and then all of a sudden, guess what? You don't appreciate it, so you just go to the next one. It becomes a habit, it becomes conditioning. But instead, enjoy the process, realize the prizes in the process, be present during it. When you get to that point, celebrate it as well. Another big part of laws of attraction is celebrating every outcome, even the perceived negatives. Because yeah. there's always a blessing in every in, in every received negative as well. So that, that um th that's a great point you raised, and uh, I really want to resonate on uh, reinforce that as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and you know definitely, I think everyone's life balance is the dance between the process and and the celebrations. It's never 
it's never one or the other, you know, it's, it's life's always a roller coaster and your balance or what you feel, you know, whether you are balanced or not is just what, where you sit on that line, whether you're in the process or whether you're in celebration, but it's about being aware that that is the life we live and about, you know, being able to appreciate it when it's great and just being present every other time. Um, and, and, you know, taking the lessons out of the challenges. So what I want to really, really end on, um, given this is one of our final podcasts for the year and I couldn't pick any better guests to sort of have this question chat, like to chat about this question with, and that is we're exiting 2020. A lot of people, or I would say most people have gone through a year, which they've never experienced before on many, many different levels. And they may have developed a very negative mind frame about this year. And so if we're going to enter 2021 and not be held back by things in this year, what are some of your key tips or even things you're, per, you, you're personally you know, going to engage with to really help you get clear on things that have happened this year and, and really launch into the new year as best as you can? Yeah, great question. Um, yeah, so what I would always encourage people to really you know, get the most out of the new year is just ask yourself, it's great to have the visions and all that, but ultimately, what is that? When you achieve a certain you know, outcome and you, you wanna grow the business, you wanna attract that dream partner, you wanna, you know, whatever it is that you wanna attract, is realize how do I, what's that gonna allow me to feel? How am I going to feel when I attract that dream partner, when I attract that incredible business, when I feel this level of success? How am I going to feel? Because at the end of the day, every outcome is linked to a feeling. It's an emotion. So when you can actually realize that emotion, then what I would sell people is master embodying that emotion every single day master embodying that emotion whether it's confidence whether it's gratitude whether it's abundance yeah but i don't have abundance of finances well guess what where can you find abundance in your life abundance of beautiful family members abundance of health what is it that you can link to that emotion how can you experience that every single day now why do i say this because what are you doing you're conditioning the one thing that controls 96 percent of your life which is your subconscious program and that's what I would really say to people. Get clear on what it is you want. Embody those emotions. Create habits and routines around that because your rituals equals your results. And then also get clear on what is actually held you back in 2020 from really mastering and from really being worthy of attracting everything you desire into your life. You really got clear, get clear on that. Is how have I got to be showing up every single day in order to be worthy to attract that which I see? Yeah. And just to add, it's actually something you said previously, but I think is also quite fitting here. And that is, you know, you wouldn't drive a car looking in the rearview mirror, obviously, unless you're reversing, but if we're, let's say we're going forward. Um, and so, you know, why would you enter the new year sort of pondering and looking back on the last year? It makes no sense. Um, so that's, you know, it's important for people to, I guess, work out what is, going to serve them and what thoughts are not going to serve them. And, you know, if you're, if you're clear on who it is you want to be, um, then I think you can, you know, make a, make a rational decision between what lingering feelings and thoughts need to be addressed and sort of dispensed with before you kickstart your journey going and heading in whatever direction you want, or whether it's, you know, maintaining the life you have now. Um, yes. 
And, you know, master the simple things, self-talk, you know, things people can do straight away, self-talk. How do you speak about yourself when you're by yourself? How do you speak about, you know, you know, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, I'm so lazy. I, I never follow through. Well, guess what? You're programming yourself to stay stuck if you're telling yourself, I can't follow through. I'm someone who never, you know, things don't go my way. I never attract the good guys or I never attract the good girls. Like, these are the things. Guess what you're going to do? You're going to attract more of that. That's what we speak, we feel, we experience. So be very be consciously aware of how you speak, your self-talk to both people and yourself every single day. If you want more confidence, guess what? Tell yourself, I am confident. I am joyous. I am loving every single day. Re repeat it. Condition yourself. Just like the limiting belief was conditioned, now it's time to condition yourself to attract in what you do want but you've got to make that commitment and that's where it all comes down to making that commitment and getting leverage on yourself as to why that is important why 2021 is so important for you to make it your best year yet beautiful and just before i let you go i do want to ask you something and and that is when you are you know say for example it is i am confident that's something you start saying to yourself you make it a habit every single morning but it for someone who's not confident they really don't believe it do you think that in this practice it's common for people to not believe it you know for a while until things start to change do you think that that's a common experience because i think a lot of people think well i can't do affirmations because i don't believe what i'm saying but i think it's it's the habit and like you say the conditioning that over time you will start to believe it and that's when things start to change so i just wanted to ask you because i think people get disheartened and they're like well i can't tell myself that because it's not true i can't lie to myself yeah yes and i, I that's a great question and uh to share this with you that'll really hit home for people and and really make people aware of why that is as well i'll share you know i won't say names but an incredible client of mine you know she came on board probably eight weeks ago and one of the biggest things was she held on to this fear that she wasn't good enough she didn't feel she lacked confidence lacked vision and one thing i said i said just trust the process this is going to take time you have conditioned yourself for over almost like 40 years, 30, over 30, 35 years, where you've held on to this limiting belief. So just trust, just like you condition yourself, you, you can uncondition and place a new one. So what did we do? The, the reality was it did feel uncomfortable for her telling herself she, she loves herself, she is confident. But guess what? When she got clear in her vision, when she created habits around it every single day of someone who was confident, when she started to see this momentum, when she let go of the blockages, but, and she trusted the process, she, even the other day, which is beautiful, she was like, I have never felt so loved, the ultimate love for myself, than I have, I've felt so free and light than I have in over like 35 years. Now, that's the reality of it. Did it feel uncomfortable for her? Yes, of course it did. It's always going to. If you listen, if you listen to yourself telling yourself, I don't love myself, I don't love myself, I'm not good enough for all these years, of course it's going to be weird for the first time. But guess what? You got it. When you have a vision and you realize that when you leverage in on an emotional why it's important to change, that's when you will trust. And if you have someone to hold you accountable, of course, as well, it always helps. But it's like the reality is, is trust and realize how important is it for me to change? It's yeah. got to, you got to have that ultimate why it's important for you to change and then trust the process trust that realize that you condition yourself in on, in the old program but now you got to condition yourself and that, that takes time remember what i said 
metaphysical world. You've got yeah. to experience and embody the emotions every single day. And that's what will allow you to overcome that and feel that level of confidence that is within you already. Yeah, no, great answer. And I, I just more wanted to, I guess, bring that to light because I think a lot of people think it's, well, it's not easy, so I can't do it. But no, I think that's a great answer. And I think I might have to leave it there for today, even though I could probably chat to you all afternoon. But if people do want to find out more about you, connect with you, or, you know, even perhaps engage with your programs, where's the best place to find you? Yes, uh, the best place is uh, on Instagram. I'm sure you'll put the links below. Instagram yes. or Facebook, John Linsky, or Instagram at jlinsky underscore, L-Y-N-S-K-E-Y. Um, and yeah, just uh, again, I would love if people were to reach out and really want to, you know, master their mindset because this is one thing that, as I said, I invest a lot of money over the years. Uh, and one thing I realized was I would go to these events or whatever and I'd feel, yeah, I can do it. But get what, after a month or two months, I would lose that drive. I would lose that ultimate motivation and why that was because I wasn't working on the one thing that I can that controlled 96% of my life which was the subconscious program which is what I, I absolutely obsessed with I specialize in that really allows people to really master their mind and become a walking manifester and really take back control and get everything they desire and everything that they deserve so yeah beautiful and just before I let you go what has been the most influential book you've read to date that you would suggest everyone needs to read? Um, can I share two? Yes, sure. Yes, I need to top up my list so I won't say yes. no. <laughs> um, you Are the Placebo by Joe Dispenza. So yep. all about the subconscious programming and, and all of that. And then another one, which is an easy read, but a powerful one is uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So. Think and Grow Rich would be an amazing one. Why? Because it's just, you know, easy follow book and it's read all about setting an intention. Whatever we plant, so, so shall we reap. Uh, and it's, it's really powerful and something that I tailor a lot of my teachings behind as well. Uh, keeping it simple because simplicity is the mother of all mastery. And when you can master the simple things that control the mind, that's when you master your life and, you know, you attract everything you desire into your life. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad I haven't read either because I do need to top up my list for 2021. So I'm looking forward to reading those. But thank you so, so much for your time. Um, I know I've learned a lot, even though this isn't the first time we've spoken and I'm sure everyone listening has as well. And, you know, gotten a bit clearer on, I guess, their path moving forward. So thank you so much. And You're welcome. thank you for having me. It's been, a, it's been an absolute pleasure. And I trust uh, the audience got a lot of value from that. And um, yeah, I look forward to doing awesome things in the future too. Take care. And that's a wrap for this week, Balancers. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found this episode useful to some degree in either steering or determining your definition of balance today. As always, the biggest compliment for us is if you share this episode with someone who you feel might need it, or if you're on Spotify, you can click follow or on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating or review. If you have any suggestions for up and coming podcasts, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email. Our Instagram is at the balance theory and our email is the balance theory podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise you've always got the option of subscribing to our mailing list. We only send you email reminders when the episodes drop. So you get them fresh out of the oven. No annoying spam. We promise. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and until next time, stay balanced. Oh, stop, stop, stop.